Hello, 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 and welcome back to Tea and Twist, just two girls talking about stuff we care about. Before we get into our topic today, Laura, how was Florida MegaCon? It's super con, but it was was amazing. (laughs) There weren't a lot of panels I went to, but I love people watching and walking the floor and just seeing all the cosplays. Mm-hmm. And getting stopped for cosplays is always, like, such a big kind of thing for me because I'm not used to that. Mm-hmm. I got stopped a lot this weekend <laughs> between nice. my Lady Loki and my Punk Nora, which apparently everyone loves Punk Nora Valkyrie, which, you know what? <laughs> okay. And it could help that I was carrying around my brother's hammer that he made for when he did his Thor cosplay. Oh, nice. So maybe. But um, other fun things was FSCW, which I always love so much which it's fantasy super cosplay wrestling do yourself a favor even if you don't like wrestling look up look it up on youtube it's fucking fantastic and then i guess i got to go to a few panels by them i went to a promo panel and then i went to the mcfoley q a panel which mcfoley is a gem and deserves to be protected at all costs (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome i'm glad you had fun yeah, back to the real world now where we get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this week we are going to be talking about just some customer service stories that we've experienced. Because, um, you know, working customer service is pretty much hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, pretty much. And I know Laura's got some stories that she wants to tell. (laughs) My list of stories just keeps growing the longer I'm at my job. Strictly because I'm also supervisor now. So if it's like, hey, can I talk to your supervisor? A phone automatically gets handed to me. (laughs) All right. So why don't you kick us off with the story? Oh, I'm trying to think of my best one. Uh, I honestly think today may have taken the cake. We had... One of our camps kind of contacted us and was like, hey, this medication never got here. What's wrong? Like, the parent was charged. All of this. I have to dig deeper. So does my colleague. And mind you, I get an angry email from the camp. I get an angry email from the parent. And then I get an angry phone call from the parent. Which, you know what? Fair point. Medication not being at camp. Camp ends on the 21st. This kid has been at Mm -hmm. camp since um, the beginning of June. Oh, and we're just now finding out about this. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but I dig around and I'm like, there's kids in our system, but they they signed up under the wrong camp name. Oh, no. So their medication ended up at Camp B when it was supposed to be at Camp A. So oh, my, no. colleague, my colleague emails them back and she essentially was like, Here's the paperwork that the parent signed off on and registered the camper with this camp name when it's not your camp. That just sounds like the the person fucked up. Exactly. So like with. we emailed that over to the farm to the camp, and then the camp essentially emailed the mother, and we didn't hear back because it's just toward the end of the day today. So I'm waiting to hear the mother's response. But then we emailed oh, the camp, gosh. like, why the hell didn't you tell us that you were missing meds for this kid sooner? Their response is, we didn't know he was supposed to be getting medication. Oh, my god! Thankfully, gosh, it was seriously? only, like, an as-needed, like, over-the-counter medication, which they had on camp stock. But it's still to the point of, oh, hey, read your fucking files. 
Like, half of my stories include people being angry at shit that's not actually our fault and is Mm -hmm. just some combination of our pharmacy partner or the camp fucking up. But because we're the middlemen, Mm -hmm. we get all the shit. So that story ends with us essentially telling the camp, hey, why didn't you tell us something sooner? Their answer, well, we didn't know. You know what? kind of fair if the parent didn't put anything in their like account like hey my kid could take medication um and then we then asked the other camp like hey did you get meds for this kid because everything in our system showing it's sent to camp everything's golden the camp's like no we don't have any meds for that camper so so it's just the mom the mom massively fucked up and decided not to tell anyone also, on all the paperwork, oh, all the receipts they receive, it says the camp name in big, bold letters right next to the camper's name. They sign off on this paperwork. Oh, my God. Like, I read paperwork. Like, <laughs> just please, like, I don't care what you're doing. If it's long as fuck, read everything. Like, if it's terms and services on the computer... You know what? Fuck that. I don't read that shit. But if it's paperwork mm-hmm. where you're checkmarking, like, acknowledgments or stuff like that, read everything for the sake of whoever has to deal with your <laughs> goddamn paperwork. That requires work. <laughs> I actually said that to someone. It's like, well, you checkmarked that you read that we're charging you extra if you give us a late edition, like, two days before camp starts. And they're like, oh, I didn't read that. I just checkmarked everything to go to the next page. It's like, well, you acknowledge oh that I can charge you money, so. <laughs> it's like not reading the terms of, like, the terms of service. Well, the thing is, it's, it. when they register with us, they have a checkmark, like, checkboxes, like, 20 of them of, hey, I acknowledge this, I acknowledge this, I acknowledge this. All of that is also written on the actual paperwork they turn in. And it's on all the forms that we give the camp to give to them. <laughs> like, that's how deep we are here. <laughs> like, I spent half my day today drafting a letter to send to, like, directors next year to be like, hey, get your shit in order. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. I don't think I have anything like because you 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 will sometimes tell me your stories. I'm like, you I can't, can't compete please. with the stupidity of the shit I deal with. And obviously, someone I probably can't. has <laughs> shittier stories. And please tweet us your shitty customer service stories because I would love to read them. Yes, please, 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 please. Either to the CyberTwits Twitter or to either Megan or I's Twitter because. I yes. love hearing about people's stupidity. Like, like we, I was talking about, I went away for four days to go to Supercon. I came back to some of the most hilarious stories from my coworkers. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I, oh my gosh, the only story that's really sticking out in my head uh, <laughs> is a little, a little. Oh, fun! Let's go. Lego. <laughs> All right. So, um, in high school, I used to work at uh, a local, you know, grocery store chain here in the Quad Cities, 
and uh, usually, you know, the, the supervisors would, you know, give everyone, like, tasks to do. So, like, someone would be, like, you know, uh, put the, um, the returns, you know, back on the shelves, carts, uh, do, like, clean up on all the registers or do uh, restrooms, make sure that they're clean or whatever. Um, so one day I got put on, you know, restroom duty, <laughs> um, making sure everything was clean. I was, cause I was up front cause I was a, uh, a bagger and I was just, you know, putting stuff like bagging groceries for someone. And all of a sudden my supervisor comes over and he's like, I need you to go into the ladies restroom and clean it up. Something happened. <laughs> that's a great and, answer. Something um, happened. That's literally what he said. He said something happened, and we had a customer come up, and they said that someone needs to go in there. I'm like, okay. So I went. I grabbed the stuff that you know we used to clean. Walked into the ladies' restroom. Walked into the handicap stall. Someone had taking a shit and it was everywhere on the floor on the walls all over the seat just everywhere and i'm like trying to hold back gagging you're trying not to pull a gavin yep yep and so i tried to you know start cleaning this and i couldn't do it i i started retching and walked out to my supervisor and i told him in like I'm full blown in tears. I'm like I can't do this. I can't do this. And so he had someone else go clean it, and he actually sent me home for the day. He's like, I am so sorry. I'm like, I can't not never again. And I never got put on bathrooms again. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm just like that was probably the worst, absolute worst customer service story that I've ever had. But ugh. Oh, just it was like it I'm was trying horrible. not to and gag. It was, just it was summer it. and it was hot oh. and like, ugh. yeah, that's disgusting. Ugh. Oh my god, yeah. I'm trying to think back to a customer service experience I had at fair, and <laughs> this is where I need to preface. I am, I think, at this point, I'm 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've heard our podcast previously you know we both have done renaissance fairs for years all of that the thing about renaissance fairs is you have to have a certain type of thick skin to be there not just because of the rennies which all the rennies are sweethearts and i love all of them but because of the audacity of some of the fucking patrons i'm Mm -hmm. working a clothing booth again 17 I have four trashed, absolute trashed ladies walk into my booth with the two men that are escorting them who are also, actually, one was sober and one was trashed. So you know what? At least there was an ED, thankfully. Right. And I proceed to be handed two credit cards and, and then appointed to two ladies each for each of the cards and it's like dress them no please no hello how are you dress them it's like 
<laughs> Mind you, this is toward the end of the day where pub sing's about ready to start. Everything's winding down. So I'm trying to help close up and all that. Like, I forgot who I was working <laughs> with at the time. I think it was... I can't remember if it was the person who owns the booth or if it was my mother. I honestly can't remember. Um, and they're on the mm-hmm. other side of the tent, like, dealing with customers and, like, closing up. So I'm like, guess I have to do this. I proceed to spend a good 45 minutes with these people. And... Oh, no. Honestly, <laughs> it's probably the worst thing because everything I did was wrong. So it was like, oh, no, not that. This, 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 whatever. Again, 45 minutes of my lifetime. (laughs) And they walk away with two puff tops and a skirt, which totaled to maybe $100. 45 minutes of my life. And then on top of that, they spilled two beers, a little thing of wine, and then proceeded to try and steal one of our rings. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Drunk people are the worst. Again, little 17-year-old me. Also, not little 17-year-old me, because I could honestly fuck them up if I wanted to. But it's also (laughs) hilarious because the security guard was walking by. Mind you, these security (laughs) guards, the majority of them, have known me since I was 10 years old. So Mm. when I'm working a booth and it's like, it was like almost Celtic weekend. That's how bad it was. Oh, jeez. The security guard proceeded just to kind of come over, saw the stealing, like, start to happen, be like, hmm, you can leave now. I rung them up. (laughs) They left. Security guard comes back over and says, are you okay? Because why didn't you call one of us sooner? And, like, the thing is, I can't, like, speak half the things they said because half the shit they said to me was slurred as all holy hell. And two, (laughs) creepy as fuck, and I legit mentally blocked it from my mind. Oh my god. Again, 17-year-old me, I'm in fair clothes. I'm in a corset with... Uh, I'm trying to think of what top I had on. Probably with one of my fair tops, my shoulders are exposed. Like, I have pants on and my boots. By yeah. all manner of means, n- nothing was provocative about this. Again, 17. Um, the one thing that I hate about working fairs, and this has happened multiple times, especially to so many of us, is patrons will come up and try and hit on you, regardless of what you're doing. And as someone who, like, I haven't worked many customer service jobs, but I've heard horror stories from other people that have. If someone's working a customer service job, just don't hit on them. Or you know what, if someone's at work, don't hit on them at all. See, like, when when I was working fair, we were told, you know, if someone comes up and starts hitting on you, you know, you know, just kind of play it off. But if it starts, like, getting really aggressive, they told us a phrase to use that would let any other of the cast members know, like, around you that, hey, I need some help. I need an this adult. This getting too close. 
I'm an adult that needs another adult. They told us to say, um, or to like insert like this phrase, it's like the forest of Windsor. Mm. That was just to let anyone around you know, hey, I'm feeling very uncomfortable and I need some help. So like I I totally sympathize. I had a couple of instances at fair when I would get like very drunk people. I love how we just go very drunk and we both know that point of they're so drunk that well there's 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 drunk where when they're like you know they've had a couple of beers but then there's fair drunk when they've had four or five bottles of mead oh and for for people who haven't had mead mead hits you a lot slower than like regular booze does so, four bottles is a lot, and yeah. when that's over the course of probably six hours in a hot-ass in park. The, yeah, I was going to say, in the heat, it's going to hit you pretty damn also hard. Also, barely eating anything half the time, except a turkey leg, because some for some reason, everyone gets turkey legs. Also, they're not turkey legs, guys. Um Yeah. Also, they're not turkey legs. Side note. Uh, and then probably like a funnel cake. You know what? You're missing out on the fucking roasted corn at fair. Get yourself some roasted corn at fair, fam. Most of the, most of the food that we had at the fairs I went to was like poutine. I like, this is delicious and I am so I've happy. never had that down here and that sounds awesome. And I it want is it. so good. And they have like like, like beef or like chicken and cheese curds and gravy and I'm just like give it all to me I'm so happy right now that sounds awesome and I'm very jealous of whatever the (laughs) fuck you are okay Uh, I love how we got Um, so off topic because fair (laughs) we do need to do another fair podcast listen I am not still mentally over my last fair and like they just released the dates for the next season and I'm not ready. Oh no. I'm like, I have to buy so much shit. I have to buy a chain shirt. I have to buy more leather and I'm not working enough. Um <laughs> like, well fuck. Well fuck. Considering I have to pay for my birthday trip next month. Yeah. <laughs> well, in like um, twenty days. Uh oh gosh. Well, I do have another um, customer service story that does involve drunk people. Oh, yes. Also, also <laughs> drunk people make sometimes the best stories, but also the worst yes. stories. Yes. And this one happens to involve um, sharp, pointy things as well. Oh, I love those. I can't, I have one of those, too. <laughs> so um, my my old fair, uh, fair group director, um, he had me work. Uh, the knife throw booth for the Halloween park that they had mm-hmm. at our local fairgrounds. Um, and at that same, you know, Halloween park, they had uh, a mead and <laughs> beer booth, like one on each end. That never ends well. No, so people are getting slammed. And I'm just sitting at the booth and I'm playing Halloween music and I get a group of drunk people just come up and go, yeah, I want to try. So it's like 
it's like 10 bucks for 10 bros. And so they, they pay me their money and I'm, you know, standing in one stall and they're on a stall on either side of me. Does this end, wait, 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 wait. To... does this end in you getting hit? So they start throwing and they don't know how to throw knives, even though I just explained how to throw knives to them because they are very drunk at this point. Oh. Um, <laughs> So they start, you know, chucking knives and a couple of them are hitting the back wall, but a couple of them are just barely hitting the top of the target. And these targets are like big wooden stumps. So they're just barely nicking the top of the target. And all of a sudden I see a flash of silver and it starts coming right back at me. No, 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 no. I quickly run out of the stall just around that time I hear funk. And I look, and right where I was standing, there's three knives at my feet. <laughs> they had hit the the wood post on either side of me for that stall and just fallen. I'm like, well, that could have ended badly. Yeah. That happened a couple more times, except they landed in the wood instead of on the floor. <laughs> but on the bright side... Um, I did manage to upsell those same customers and say if because they gotten like one or two knives in the target. I'm like, you know, if you want one of the bigger prizes, all you have to do, pay me 20 bucks. You can keep whatever knives are in there. I will give you the rest of the knives and you can keep throwing. They're like, okay. So I just kept upselling them because they were really drunk. I love doing that. I honestly, that's my favorite thing, and that's what makes up for a lot of the shitty stuff that happens at fair. Is I after those four assholes left, I had another like drunk couple come up to me, and they were like not even half as drunk as the other ones. So I was like, "Great improvement." He's like, "I want to earn a full outfit, corset, skirt, shirt, everything." I legit sold her about three hundred and fifty dollars worth of clothing. Nice. And then the guy pulls out money and gives me a 50. He's like, that's for you being so nice. And I'm like, you're my favorite type of person to where you weren't creepy. You gave me suggestions like of what you wanted her in. And she was all for it. It was great. And (laughs) I love ending my fair days like that. Just feeling so validated in what I do. Mm -hmm. Especially... Those are the nice, fun, drunk people. Those are the nice, fun, drunk people. And I even asked the guy, I'm like, hey, do I have a limit of what I need like, to keep the clothing budget under? He's like, nothing over 400 And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. And I like, <laughs> and then they bought like sundresses on top of that because she was like, oh my God, I love those, but not for this outfit. I'm like, well, you can wear those to the beach and like every day like that because I have some I wear just in, during my daily life. She's like, oh my God, really? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I want three of them nice. without even trying them on to see how they look on her. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking great, fam. You're nice. I love you. And that's the thing I think about customer service work is, you have the horrid, horrid people. And then you have those really nice people who, like, make you feel validated. Like, in my office right now, if we get nice emails, we print them out and tape them to the wall. Aww. 
It's like, you guys are so organized and so nice. Thank you so much for everything you do. Then we get an email right after that. You're, you guys are so disorganized. You need to get your shit together. All of this. And like, remember the nice ones and the bad ones can just go away. Yeah. Oh, I got one last year from someone who was like, oh, I'm going to sue you. Like, not just, not like the company, like me specifically. (laughs) And my boss is like, oh, that's why we have insurance. That's fine. Uh, mind you, I'm like oh having a panic attack because I'm like, I'm a 20 something college student. I do not have time for this. Right. Oh my gosh. <sighs> um, I have a I have a customer service story, but involves management Ooh. being assholes. Ooh, go ahead. So I I worked in McDonald's twice in my life. I worked there once in high school for a couple months, and I worked there while I was in college. Well, while I was in college, um, there was a point that I actually uh, strained my MCL in my knee. So I had a brace on and I was on crutches. And I had talked it out with our store manager to just let me work drive through. They gave me a chair so I could sit, take orders, and I was still doing my job. Yeah. Well, there was one manager that did not like me mm. she absolutely hated me and wanted me to quit and she was trying everything in her power to get me to quit because i wouldn't take her shit and i kept calling her out to the store manager she didn't like that so while i was working it was the end of my shift because i would work oh god i hated the shift i would work 5 a.m to um one 30 p.m. Breakfast and lunch rush. Yep. I would open the store, work until after lunch rush, and then I would go because I had classes in the afternoon. So, um, I, it was just in the, just beginning lunch rush, and this certain manager came up to me, and she said, I need you to work drive-thru. I said, okay, I'll go, I'll just go back to the, to the back register, because that's usually what I did. She's like, no, I need you standing right up here, right in the front window, taking orders. Someone else is going to be taking money. I said, I can't stand for very long. I've got an issue with my knee, and it causes me severe pain. She's like, I don't care. I think you're faking it. So you're going to stand up here, and you're going to like it. And so I'm like, okay. So I'm standing up front, crutches, like, under my arms, trying to balance, trying not to put pressure on my knee and trying to, you know, take orders while not letting customers know what's going on. And I'm just standing there crying. I'm in so much pain. Yeah. And one of my other managers that I was actually friends with looks over and he's like, are you okay? And I just shook my head. No. And so he had me switch out with the girl that was in back drive through and put me, sat me down. He's like, you're staying back here. We'll figure out something else. Like, Thank you. But this cus- this lady did not like me in the slice, and like, she was, she was the reason why I quit that job, because I could not take it from her anymore. I just couldn't do it. That's something I've never understood of like how you can physically hate someone so much that you just make their job harder. Like, what kind of dick person? does that to another human being when you know how hard these jobs are already with dealing with customers why would you like fight between yourselves 
she was not liked by anyone in that store, so she, she just kind of picked someone and took it out on them, and I just happened to be the scapegoat at that point. Uh, oh my gosh, it was so bad. I don't think I've ever had really any issues with management type. Like, I'm I'm essentially third in command kind of where I work right now and Mm -hmm. there's times where one of my two bosses who are married to each other love them dearly will like argue with each other and I'm in the same office as one of them so they're there arguing and I'm like just typing away on emails and I'm like please don't see me please don't ask my opinion please don't for the love of everything (laughs) And, like you're you're like you're a little kid in the middle of like parents. Well, the other like, uh, the uh, other uh. hilarious thing is everyone else at my job calls me their third kid because they have two kids that are like out <laughs> and moved out of the house and they're like, oh, it's the third child. And I'm like, can I not? I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't want to be in this broken home. Do this. <laughs> I don't want to be that child just stuck in the middle of fighting. Oh my gosh. But honestly, just being nice to people who are customer service, like, realize they are human beings is, like, my thing. Because I have so many people at work talk down to me like, I have no clue what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, bitch, I was trained for this job for one. Two, this is my second year at this job. Mm-hmm. I actually know what medications are. And the inner workings of this whole fucking business. Don't tell me I'm doing my job wrong. Exactly. And that's like, I had a, per, a parent call and complain today about one of the other employees that work there. And because it's so like someone else answered the phone. It's like, Oh, is person, um, is person a there? It's like, yeah. Do you want to speak to her? No, I want to speak to her supervisor. Okay. And I'm like, mind you, I'm on lunch when this is happening. No, no. I'm on lunch in the same room that person's in because we, our office is weird. So I go to the back room to eat lunch and just chill and hang out on the couch that's in there. Mm-hmm. And I get brought this phone and it's like, well, it's this dad and they want to speak to person A supervisor. So here you go, Laura. And I'm like, I don't want to deal with this dad. No, because since the beginning, yeah. Well, it's like since the beginning of the day, I had been getting emails about this dad, and it's like, well, here's what he's saying to me. What's the best course of action? Do you want me to take? Like, what do you want me to do? So I've been giving her directions whole day of how, what procedure, everything. Like, do this. Do we have the paper trail? This, that, or the other. And the first thing this. The parent says to me, is like, oh, are you person A supervisor? I'm like, yes. And then he proceeds to say, I don't know if they're doing their job correctly or not, but I don't think they are. And then proceeds to go on about a five-minute rant and does not let me get a word in. Oh, God. And then when I try and explain the situation of, hey, they don't have it. There's something wrong between a connection somewhere in the like prescribing system it's not on our end the pharmacy is telling us this this is what we know right this dad proceeds to tell me how disorganized we are and all of this and i'm like you just emailed person a what you want specifically from the pharmacy so we emailed that to the pharmacy and they we will email all that information to you 
once we receive it, we know the exact situation that is going on. And I but that clearly wasn't the answer that he wanted. Oh, and then he proceeds to continue to go on about another five minute or no, three minute rant this time because a couple a little bit had passed. So I was on this phone call for a good ten minutes just being screamed at. My boss comes into the back room while this rant's happening. I he's like talking to one of the other employees in there, and I just put my hand up like stop talking. I'm trying to listen and try not like physically laugh at this father. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't get it because he looks at me weird and then someone else goes oh she's on the phone with an angry parent and he's like okay and then he closes the door and leaves he's like no nope, <laughs> that's her problem then <laughs> like i'm not dealing with that well it's like <laughs> my boss who's the owner of the company essentially is like everything goes to you first if they are still asking to speak to your supervisor i'm to say the only other person above me is the owner of this company um, she is currently on a conference call. I can take your name and number and she can give you a call back if you would like. Mm-hmm. And that normally shuts them up pretty quickly when I say that. Because it's like, because <laughs> they're not expecting that. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I love about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, other than like, you know, having issues with actual customers, I just have issues with stupidity at my job. I mean, that's another thing altogether is stupidity and people not understanding their job. Because that's one yeah. thing I've seen is training is a big part of customer service is you need to yep. train to learn how to deal with people. And exactly. last year, if you would have told me I was dealing with parents like this, I would have laughed in your face. Because I'm like, great, I'll have an anxiety attack the first second that happens. Now I just go, no, I don't want to talk to them. They're going to yell at me. And then I proceed to get (laughs) the phone and my serious boy like, hello, this is Blank. This is Laura. How can I help you? (laughs) My boss also says I have the fakest customer service voice ever. And she's like, you're so nice. It's so hilarious. To where I got yelled at by this dad. I hung up the phone and I proceeded to curse at the hung up phone oh my god my boss is hysterically like laughing at me she's like oh my god like she like she can't even speak because she's just laughing at me cussing at this dad who was now hung up and i proceeded to rant about this father for the next 10 minutes she's like you were too nice to him on the phone i'm like dana if i was any less nice i would have been cursing at him because i cannot deal with people that speak to me like i am nothing (laughs) like i just can't deal with the level of douchebaggery today yeah really oh my gosh oh i can't think of any other stories i'm just getting angry now so let's not (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness well maybe we can tell other stories on a different podcast yes i think i think that's gonna do it for tea and twist oh we also have to announce the other thing that uh ethan wanted us to announce tea and twits is now also going to be on youtube this is going to be the first episode that is on youtube um if you want to listen to any of our previous episodes if you are watching on youtube and why you're confused that this is like episode eight i think no seven eight 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 yeah i was right um <laughs> so this is episode eight and you're like wait where are the first seven um you can go in the link they're all on anchor and spotify correct yes so they're anchor spotify apple podcasts you know we're we're very we're a lot of places we're everywhere except youtube but the boys are like we should put something not yelly here 
So that's why you see Teen Twits now. Yes, from now on, Teen Twits episodes will be up on the YouTube web or YouTube channel, um, as well as you know where you usually find them. In addition, we also are raising money for Extra Life this year for the kids. Uh, We're for the kids we're raising money for the university of iowa children's hospital um our goal is to hit 500 dollars. if we hit 500 uh they're making laura and i watch the exorcist i kind of Mm. like scary movies but i have never watched the exorcist for a point of this shit could happen and it's been too close to happening see i'm okay with scary-ish movies like i just watched child's play again i'm gonna go see annabelle probably this week (laughs) but it's also to the point of can we not there's like jumpy things uh uh like i go stereotypical girl on a lot of like scary (laughs) movies like my brother laughs at me because he's like are you good to go to the actual movie theater are you not gonna throw popcorn everywhere in this theater laura so that'll happen and then the boys want something else to happen if we get extra money but i don't want to discuss that because megan and i both disapprove or we'll discuss it you know if it actually happens but that's if we hit a thousand dollars so yes if you do want to help us out and donate to the university of iowa children's hospital there will be a link in the description of the episode uh, to our page that you can go ahead and donate. If you can't donate any money, go ahead and share the link because uh, it's for the kids and it's for a really good cause. So um, other than that, thank you guys for joining us on this episode of Tea and Twits. We will be back next month with a Disney podcast. Disney and I'll be one year older. Alright, until then, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.